this is my second podcast for the book that I'm doing um, an analysis of, which is The Chocolate War. So, yeah, this is part two, and I'm going to be discussing um, pages 40 to page about 40 to 80, somewhere around there. So, yeah. selling chocolates and how um brother leon one of the uh, teachers with the middle school or brother leon actually um how he basically you know he um feels about the students um doing certain things like um avoiding the selling chocolates like stopping it like uh jerry how he postponed his selling of the chocolates for you know reasons that that has to do with the vigils and like uh things like that you know, we, we also get to learn more about the, um, the, uh, meal and, um, you know, him, him bullying him and stuff like that, we learn about, I think we learn, like, somewhat about, like, why he doesn't and stuff like that, so, yeah. So, this will be a text to self-connection, um, to, I'm going to focus on about chapters 23 to 26, maybe 25 for this one. So, within this uh, section that we're going to be connecting to, um, basically, a big part of the story is that Brother Leon basically uh, spends money that he was not authorized to spend by the uh, school. And he's spending uh, part of the school's funds. And um, I believe the number was around 20 to 22,000 around there. So it's pretty, that, that's like a pretty large sum of money that he was not supposed to spend. So yeah. Um, and I mean, you know, we're realizing why, why like, he, he's, in, he, he's basically in big trouble for that. So that money that he was supposed to spend was supposed to come from, um, you know, the students and I, I believe him selling the uh, chocolate bars. So they can build funds for the school for like what they want to buy for the uh, students and stuff and for the school it did itself so um basically he goes and he basically goes up to archie he, he confronts archie about you know um about like his uh what, what is it called refusal to sell the uh chocolates however within this part where he goes up to archie he, uh, Archie, we, uh, find out that Archie might have information on, uh, Brother Leon that, you know, could, could, um, hurt, like, uh, hurt his position at, at the school effectively. So, with Brother Leon having that in mind, he decides to go to Leon, I mean, not, not go to Leon, go to Jerry, you know, go, go after Jerry. And, um, you know, the, uh, you know, you know, the deadline of the chocolates is, like, getting really closer. You know, Brother Leon is, uh, panicking and stuff like that. So, um, Brother Leon decides that he really, like, he's not going to punish, you know, Archie for that. You know, even though I believe Archie was the one that was basically, re- like, re- 
confusing to our soul chocolates for our reasons. And so, yeah, he, she just goes to, um, what's his name? Um, what's his name? Oh, yeah, Jerry. Yeah. So, we, yeah, so he's not getting punished for that at all or anything like that. So, um, and then we also, this is like to connect this to real life. Um, so, Again, we had to, for the students that had to sell chocolates for Model UN, uh, football, basically any activity you had, yeah, funding had to be um, funded somehow by like uh, selling things that the school gave gave to you. So once again, as I mentioned in in the last podcast, the Model UN students had to sell chocolates, the the track students had to sell chocolates, football students, we had to sell coupons for restaurants that that they can use at at the restaurants, and now... some of the students, um, they would either, A, um, take the chocolates themselves and eat them and not, and not sell them, which, you know, is obviously bad because you're, no, you're losing funds from school. And then we also have students that would take some of the money that they got it, 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 if they sold extra of the chocolates or they didn't even sell extra at all. They would take the money and they would use that for their own personal gain. You know, because the because that money is supposed to go to your, your activity and basically fund your activity so you can get like new equipment, new uh, things for your activity uh, that wouldn't be allowed and you, you would be punished for that. But um, yeah, so we connect this because um, Brother Leon is basically spending money that doesn't really exist. Like it, it exists, but you know, it doesn't exist for his ability to spend. It, it's just money that he, he can't spend. And we also have kids that are selling the chocolates and um, it's money that basically doesn't exist for them because they did not sell that. So they did not sell those chocolates on their own behalf. They're selling it for their activity. And both in both scenarios, when they use this money, it's not only hurting, you know, their chance of staying in that activity, but it's also hurting their. Um, it's also hurting their, their activity as a whole. Everyone in their activity because that money goes to, in Brother Leon's case, it would go to the school. That, that they can help the kids and stuff like that and that's hurting the the whole the whole place and then we have the uh kids at Sanford selling it's like the chocolates like, you know that takes money away from the the whole group itself so yeah that would be the text to sell connection it's a sell connection because i you know had some chocolates however i i did not take the money and spend it um i i sold what like nine chocolates that i had my parents buy the rest or not chocolates coupons because i did football so yeah that would be the texas of connection um for this uh for this part we're going to basically analyze brother leon and his actions his frantic actions during this um this like time of him trying to sell as many chocolates as possible but failing so he moves on to you know again as we talked about in the last section spending money so for him to do so you know we, we'd have to understand that you know he's he, he, he we can see that he really cares but but since he spent money that you know he wasn't authorized to spend by, by the school is it that he really cares about the school or is it that he just cares about keeping his position at, at the school? He cares more about himself than the school itself. I, I would say the uh, latter. I would think that, you know, it's obvious that he would care more about himself than the school. Because, you know, that, that large sum of money, you know, again, that it only hurts. It, it, only, it only hurts the group as a whole, not just him, for him spending that money. 
So because he spent that money, you know, it would be obvious that he's just trying to save himself. But I don't think he realized that in the um, short span of him doing so. Because um, if he would have thought it through, he would have clearly realized that that really only hurts the uh, school as a whole and him especially for his for him to keep that position at, at the school. So, yeah. part I'd like to do a text to world connection and that would be um about that this would be for the chapter 26 I believe when Cormier used the uses the word pervert to describe Jerry and um you know he uses it in a weird way he doesn't use it as, as the old-fashioned definition like you know being like a sexual deviant he uses it in a way to um say that you know jerry is per perverting from the you know nor like 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 a social norm you know and um um so yeah jerry after being uh called this jerry basically you know wonders if, if like which way because you know Corm- cormier didn't i think that's his name Cor- cormier cormier didn't really like specify what he was talking about he just called him that so jerry wonders which which way he was you know you know um so yeah the, you know the two ways we can define it perverting from social norms norms which would be like basically going away from what is normal a sexual pervert would be the sexual deviant um so yeah in, in in the sense of being in, in the sense of diverting from a social norm, diverting from a social norm, Jerry Wood would be a pervert because um, to to the sale, you know, to the chocolate sale, you know, you, you, you know, you have him refusing to sell sell chocolates, and then uh, to the vigils, you have you know him firstly by you know going around going what what is it called accepting not to sell the chocolates because the vigils told him to but then later you know starting to sell them because he's dying he's diverting from their orders so yeah you know he's he's preparing from those orders and um he's wondering if it's a good or bad thing you know from from his opinion you know i mean he sees it as a good thing i would also see it as a good thing too because um basically re- re- rejecting orders from a group that has a higher power of you, you know, and, and we're looking to, like, a, well, I'm, I'm going to connect this to the real world soon, but, um, by going against what the status quo is, basically, you're basically showing that you have control over yourself, and you can do what is right for you, so, yeah, we can basically see him doing that, and to connect this to real life, um, when, you know, an individual refuses to do things that, you know, the higher power basically has over him, and I'm not talking about God, I'm talking about, like, you know, the uh, hierarchies in America, when you reject to do things that the hierarchy um, has ordered you to do, it basically, it's basically like a symbol of power that that you have, uh, a power over yourself, like a rejection of them assuming power over you, Uh, and once you, you know, take that action, you're basically um, gaining authority over what's yours, and what I mean by what's yours would, would be yourself. Uh, so you gain a sense of self-ownership by doing so. So I think it's a very good thing that he decides to do that, and I'm looking 
I'm really looking forward to see, you know, what what he does um, within the story. Like, what if, if he does more is in, in the story. So, um, yeah. And then we can also move on to, like, you know, like, why he defies the visuals, you know? Maybe, maybe in his mind, he, he saw this pathway to enlightenment. You know, he saw this pathway to realizing that only he can control himself efficiently and he saw this you know to uh get away from their order and you know he could also saw this when you know he's ordered to sell the chocolates by brother leon and you know he decides to divert from that because you know brother leon both both brother leon and the vigils have have claimed authority over them one being you know in quote-unquote right authority and then one being a um, fictional authority, like the, the vigils. The vigils don't really have any authority. However, people treat them like they do. When in reality, the, the vigils are just other people. But um, yeah, he, he could have saw this enlightenment when he rejected um, the teacher, but Leon's authority, as a way to say, um, you know, basically screw the status quo, you know? So yeah, and he could have accepted the authority of the vigils because, you know, they're more on his level. So you know he can you know it would be better to obey them you know so yeah um i'd like to introduce a real life connection um within chapters 30 i'm sorry if i'm wrong i'm trying to remember because the chapters are really short so like the story kind of curls together but um i believe this is chapter 30 when um Jerry is basically finished. He finishes with football and he's pretty much, you know, leaving the school. And Emil, the uh, school bully, decides to run to him and starts messing with Jerry. And um, you know, you know, I'm seeing a a type of homophobia with with the uh, students. Uh, Emil calls Jerry a uh, queer by using by using like a metaphor uh you know jerry lives in the closet you know jerry jerry is like he doesn't really know what that means he's probably thinking oh you know jerry lives in the closet oh oh i, I live in the closet that that must mean that i'm some type of like scared kid something like that but then no uh and up uh, emil basically takes it a step further and then says that you know jerry is a queer because you know um someone who hasn't came out as gay publicly yet would be in the closet so jerry uh pretty much um he's really upset at this you know he's really angry and he's starting to get to that point and then um emil then starts you know going on a rant you know starts talking starts talking about um jerry right in front of him and they start to argue then a group of kids pretty much come out of school and you know they 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 start to like literally start walking around they're like laughing at it they're laughing at everything and then they decide to join in and um and then that pretty much gets to that point and they start beating on jerry start beating him up to a point where you know he just has to find a way to get out of it so he throws up and um yeah that pretty much survives them So yeah, that pretty much drives him away. Um, so he used basically any way he could think of to get out of this. So then he goes home. You know, no one's home for him. Um, he wish he wishes his, I, I believe, 
you know, he wishes his mother was there to comfort him and to make him feel safe again. Like, you know, any boy would when a situation like this would happen. You know, and his, his father's not even there for him. You know, um, he I believe he's laying in bed and, you know, his phone rings and he, he hears laughing and so he just hangs up. And um, so, yeah, you know, this is a connection in real life because we can connect this to the amount of kids that are bullied, you know, every, every single day at school. You know, they go to school and are endlessly tormented and they come home, and, you know, it's mainly, you know, they come home and they have no one to talk to about it. Because, you know, either both their parents died or they're in a house where their parents don't care. Or they're in a house where their parents are working all the time. Or they're working at all, all times where, like, where they won't be home with the kid. So we can understand that, you know, if, if this keeps up, you know, Jerry might be driven to a point of um, insanity. And, you know, you know, Jerry probably gets bullied. You know, and, you know, I don't want to say that, you know, kids act weird. You know, because act, acting weird doesn't um, justify the kids being bullied but you know it, it could be the cause of them acting weird which would then cause you know the kids to be bullied and like had not not having parents that are actively at home comforting the child parenting them so yeah um real in real life you know this really drives kids to do you know either make them become depressed and you know this could make them become suicidal so they're like the I think the writer of the story was um adding this in to you know have people think about the uh consequences that you know not being there for your children could have in real life so yeah This will be a text-to-text um, relation. Um, we're going to use chapter 35 for this, where basically, you know, we've gotten to the point where Emil and Janza are going to box each other. The vigils have set up a ring. Um, this is pretty much made as like a whole event. We have, you know, people buying tickets for this. There's like full, there's a full stadium, you know, it's a stadium within the school, I believe. And, um, yeah, it's like a full stadium. You know, people are there re- re- ready to watch this. Um, Archie's all surprised at, like, you know, uh, how many people have showed up. Because, you know, like, that it must mean this event is really big for the school. So, yeah. Um, and I want to connect um, this to a book that I've been reading for a little bit called, basically... The Ego and Its Own by Max Stirner. Um, he's a he's a, a philosopher, and he coined the 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 phys, uh, psychological ideology um, called e- egoism, which basically means that um, letting your ego um, basically be fulfilled uh, by doing actions you know that you want to do, you know. And uh, within the story, within the um, Within the book, you know, he talks about uh, the uh, sub-subject of fear. And the, uh, you know, we can clearly see that Jerry is quite, quite scared at this. Because, you know, he knows that he he knows that um, he's definitely going to get beat again. Because Emil has beat him before. Uh, beat him to the point where, you know, as he said, you know, he ran home. He, he, had, he had to puke just to get out of it to make the kids run away. You know, he ran home to a dark room. And, you know, we have to realize that he is uh, afraid 
And, you know, fear, um, fear in the eyes of an egoist uh, would, would, would be something that, you know, hinders the ego and hinders the ego. So uh, relinquishing fears would be the main goal of someone who identifies as an egoist and wants to fulfill their ego. So despite doing this, d- despite having fear, it looks like jerry is going to go go through with this fight i mean you know he realized that also um he realized that also that um well both emil and jerry realized that you know they're pretty much gonna have to go through with this fight because the stadium is just absolutely full like every student's there so i think jerry um is going to realize that you know in doing this He's just gonna have to do it. So he's gonna put. He he can either back out, and you know he can realize that he he's gonna look even worse when he does this. He's going to be bullied to an extreme amount by even more kids than before. So he's he's gonna go through this. He's uh, gonna go through with this, and you know he 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 could be fulfilling his ego by going through with this. Cause he, cause if he wins, then he's going to get major major appraisal. You know. Uh, Emil's not gonna mess with him anymore. Emil's probably gonna be the one that gets bullied. So he could, that that could be within his self interest, of uh, within the wants of his ego, and he 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 he, he could be you know re- realizing that, um he he should go through with this fight. So yeah, that that would be a connection to, uh, a, a, another text. Uh, the ego in its own is a pretty good story. I mean, well, it, uh, no, it's, it's it's not a story. It's pretty much like the philosophy of the ego and um, you know how it exists and uh, the basically the eth- the ethics of um, egoism. So yeah. So yeah, that was pretty much in. of um, what, what he what, what he can really do with his um, the own ownership of his own body. We analyze much more. So yeah, I look forward to the next podcast. This is Brandon Burrell.